Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to The Spilled Tea, your place for the latest on pop culture, entertainment news, and LGBT issues. Now, here are your hosts. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of The Spilled Tea. I am your host, Demi Morgan, and I'm here with a special guest. His name is Chris. We um, have been talking for um, a little bit, and he actually is a fan of radio, and he actually did radio, so he wanted to get back into it. So I wanted to bring him on and introduce him, and then we have a topic we'd like to discuss. So Chris, say hi, everyone. Hey, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, So... (laughs) We'll be a little bit transparent, not like totally clear and see-through. Um, we actually met through Bumble, and we've been talking and um, become friendly. So I was telling him about everything, you know, my book and whatnot, and I told him about my podcast. And he's like, hey, I would love to come on your podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, so definitely. why don't yeah, – okay. Oh, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, oh, I was fine. just saying, uh, um, yeah, I was saying, um, yeah, any, any opportunity I, I have to, uh, to get on, uh, some sort of, some form of, uh, media I'm, I'm always down for. Well, I really wanted to just have a conversation with you about, well, first I wanted to talk to you about who you are and what you're about. So just, um, sure. let us know that first. Sure. Um, so I'm Chris. Uh, I'm 32, about to turn 33 on um, this upcoming Thursday. Um, I am originally from, yeah, thank you. Um, I'm from uh, the South Shore of Massachusetts, uh, born and bred. Uh, I've lived here my entire life. I was a political science major at Providence College in Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. Uh, graduated in 2008. I've had a bunch of jobs in the fraud industry, uh, I, uh, fraud prevention industry, um, that I have about six years of experience with, and a bunch of other jobs. Uh, I drove Uber for a while. I, uh, I've worked at the convention center down in uh, the seaport. Um, and I've worked in a lot of banking jobs. So I, I have like a large, a very large resume of different types of things. You can think of me as like a a utility infielder in baseball, like a Brock Holt. Like I'll play left field, I'll play first base, I'll play catcher, like that type of stuff. <laughs> um, so I, I never really did anything with uh, with my political science degree. Um, I know a bunch mm-hmm. of my colleagues um, – got to be lawyers or um, one of them I think is work is in politics in Rhode Island as like a uh, city council member or something like that. Um, but I, I never really wanted to get into that. I didn't want to go to grad school, stuff like that. But um, I feel that I am very politically motivated not in the way that the current way you think a lot of people in Massachusetts are, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, it's it, it, it's fun to kind of be uh, on the the point counterpoint side because I like to hear both sides. I, I'm a, I, I was, I mean, we'll get into it, but like I I campaigned for Obama. I voted for Obama mm-hmm. twice. I mm-hmm. grew uh, grew up uh, as a liberal. I still have right. liberal views on a lot of things, mm-hmm. but a, it seems like a lot of people have gone a little too far with stuff. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'd like to like go on that. And like I said, we can get into that. And and it's it's fun to be able to have an open voice on things where a lot of times when you talk to people nowadays you get shut down immediately when when you you don't agree with 
what the person asking you the question believes in. Yeah, I mean, I'm all about listening to someone else's opinion, but I'm also the type of person, and let me just back up. There are people that will that will say, okay, I will listen to your opinion. I don't mind hearing your opinion. But those are the types of people that have already made up their mind as to what their opinion is on the topic. So, yeah, they're yep. listening, but it's a formality when they say stuff like that. For me, yeah. I'm all about growing. I'm all about changing. There are hard topics that I will not change on. If you beat a, a person, if you um, rape a person, um, you uh, are racist, I can't, I, I can't see the other side of those things. I cannot. Oh, of course. Of course. Those are hard and 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 hard hard limits um, <laughs> right hard limits but let's say you are somebody like um well let's take mark Wahlberg for example okay. he has a past and in his past he was running with gangs he beat up a store clerk Blinded yeah. the store clerk in one eye, and while he was beating yeah, he him called, up, yeah, he, it was a yeah, a he, yeah, 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 yeah. I think he went to jail for like like a couple like he a couple weeks or something. He went to jail for two years, and or oh, was it yeah. that short a time? I thought it was two years. I I, th- I I don't I I don't remember. I'd have to pull it up, but oh, um, okay. yeah, no, he he definitely did like time, and it was like a he Vietnamese yes. person or something. Yeah. Yes. So now. That was when he was like 15, 16, and teen. Yeah, now, he was like he, really he, young. He came to Massachusetts and he asked for his record to be expunged. And we said no. We said nope. He's like, I'm a changed person. The reason why I don't forgive him is this. I have been a fan of his since day one because he was at Mass. You know, he's from Massachusetts. I wanted to support him. Oh, yeah. I look back at his movies and he doesn't have one person of color as his um, love interest. Yeah, they're his mm-hmm. sidekicks. Yeah, they're his co-stars. But his love interest has always been white women. And he's never done anything that... I, I think Boogie Nights was the closest he's ever done where it's like borderline... Great movie, like, by the way. Homoerotic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's he was, a great like, movie. touching on the LGBT like, community, but he wasn't like playing a gay character. He was like teasing right. the gay community. So I feel like he hasn't mm-hmm. changed. So I don't forgive him. I'm, but I'm on a, yeah, it was, um, yeah, 1986. Uh, yeah, in, mm-hmm. uh, 1992, he was 21. Right. Um, okay. Yeah, and I, rem- I, and I remember, yeah, he, uh, he just tried to get his record expunged, um, yeah, I think it was nope. last year. I need you to change. If you are the type of person that you have, you were racist in the past, and now you've changed. You know what? I want to see the change. I don't want you to right. say the word. I want to see it, and I don't see it with him. So I don't forgive him, and I I still think. Right. He is. Oh yeah, no, I I and I and I don't I don't disagree with that whatsoever. Like I, if you show those tendencies mm-hmm. in in your mm-hmm. past, I can I get it. Mm-hmm. But if you've actually done stuff to, like, kind of clear your record and right. basically formally – like, not, not even formally apologize, but, like, do stuff to show that you've changed, then I forgive mm-hmm. you. But, like Kanye um, West, I mean, for example. Mm-hmm. He, when he was growing up, he, he admits he was very homophobic, extremely homophobic. And when his cousin came out to him as gay, his cousin said he was afraid to come out to him. And he's like, oh, my God, my cousin who I love is gay, and here I am being rude. The reason why Kanye was homophobic is because he grew up with his grandmother and his mother. And whenever he would get mad at school, he would put his hand on his hip and wave his head, just like his mother and grandmother did. So people started calling him gay. And he was like, no, I'm not gay. So that's where he came from but he changed his attitude. And I'm a fan of the Kardashians. I will tell you, when Caitlyn Jenner came out, it was Kanye who went to Kim and said, you need to be accepting of her. You need to be supportive of her. 
And there is video where Caitlyn walks up to Kanye and hugs him, and he hugs her back. So right. crazy as he is, I fully support that part of Kanye. I will all, yeah. And I don't think he is homophobic anymore. Absolutely. He's shown me the steps that he's taken, and he's shown me the behavior that he is not homophobic or transphobic. Yeah. And that's and the kind I'm of take, that I need. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm going to take a, uh, a right turn on this. It's actually, it, it actually makes, it's actually very relevant right now okay. with stuff um, with, uh, are you familiar with uh, Kevin Hart? Yeah. On, uh, yep. So, mm-hmm. and then it actually just happened again last night. Oh boy. Um, oh boy. Kyler, uh, Kyler Murray, uh, who won, he won the Heisman Trophy. Uh, last night, mm-hmm. uh, uh, mm-hmm. he's an African American African American quarterback for Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. And he, people dug up a couple old tweets of oh, where boy. he was calling he was calling like his buddies like oh don't be such a fag or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he went back mm-hmm. and like deleted his old tweets, and then he had to apologize at three twelve uh, three eleven in the morning. This morning. Wait, he took the initiative and did it. Nobody found him. Yeah. I'm... No, no. People wow. found him. Someone like oh, and then okay. they quote unquote resurfaced, oh. and then he okay. made a post at three eleven this morning. I apologize for the tweets that have come to light tonight from when I was fourteen and fifteen. I used the poor choice of mm. words. Blah blah blah. And the problem that I have with PC stuff and and a lot of commit I like I've done stand-up comedy. I'm very into stand-up comedy. And a mm-hmm. lot of comics have talked about like, what? Like, are there people sitting behind their computers just waiting to tear down as soon as, like, someone's at the highest of high. Like, I just won the Heisman Trophy, the biggest mm-hmm. award in college football. And then some some uh, feminist Bob, or uh, social justice warrior yeah, mm-hmm. is some or just some some nerd that's sitting behind their computer is like, let's go through their Twitter, like, right. and they find it and then they post it right after he just won the Heisman, and now he has to go mm-hmm. and apologize. The same thing mm-hmm. happens with yeah with Kevin Hart. He just got announced to host the biggest award show, and he wasn't very apologetic either. He was just like, no, oh, he wasn't. Want to do this? Yeah, and and honestly, like. Mm-hmm. I don't even blame, like, there was a video of uh, Snoop Dogg uh, on his mm-hmm. Instagram, and he was like, yo, man, if you want to come host the BET Awards, like, you're more than welcome to. We love you here. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's like, it's like everyone just needs to smoke a blunt and chill out. And it's like, right. yeah, like, dude, like, really? Like, like, how many things have you said in your past? Like, I mean, I wasn't, luckily, I wasn't, born in the age where social media was like around right. like I joined I, right. I joined Facebook early I mean I was mm-hmm. I joined Facebook in 2004 yeah. but like they didn't have all the like tweets and all that nope. stuff so I missed it all Hashtag, throughout high school nope. yeah. no all throughout even even in college like they allowed mm-hmm. um um, they allowed status updates in like, I don't yep. know, when I was a junior. So I never, I never had that. Like when I was 15 getting nope. like getting taken for stuff that I said, and not that I would say anything. I mean, it's one thing if you, you talk in person and you say something, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I would never post anything that's like, Oh, like, Oh, if my son was gay, I'd be, pissed like right. I wouldn't post that and I understand that if you're young and you have that um, that access to something to post it like and you do mm-hmm. it but I mean you, sh- you should still think twice about it but at the same time it's like yo man like this happens eight years ago and right. it, it, it sucks to see people taking other people down like mm. some Twitter, some Twitter egg that's like sitting at right. home on a on a Saturday night. Like I'm gonna go through 
Kyler Murray's old tweets and see if I can find something, and then I'll post it, and then he has to apologize, and now he, he's blackballed. Not blackballed. I mean, I'm sure so, he'll be fine, but... What yeah. I believe is this is the act of one person, because this keeps happening too much. I don't believe it's many people. I believe it's one person doing this to several yeah. um, several celebrities. My thing is, when I started in um, my Facebook, it was in 2000. Let's see, I was on MySpace first. I don't remember when I right. Started yeah, I was that. never on but MySpace, anyway. but yeah, that 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 oh, preceded MySpace. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, it but, did. Yeah, I never did it, but that was my. In I just showed I my age. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. Right. But my thing was, so obviously you know I'm transgender. I yeah, yeah. always thought about the future. I always thought about um, my future, even when I was younger. So when mm-hmm. I would post stuff, I knew that there was going to be a log of this forever. I always right. thought that. And, and I'm not trying to say that I'm perfect or whatnot. I did, you know, there were times when I posted things in my Facebook because Facebook was my main thing. My, first, it was MySpace, then it was Facebook. But Facebook allowed me to write stories where MySpace allowed me to kind of like post here and there. But yeah. in my Facebook, I used to talk about my family problems and I would air them out. And then I, yeah. and I did it not because I wanted sympathy, but be, I did it because I wanted anybody else who had similar family problems to know that yeah, they it was an, alone. It was, an out, it was an outlet. It was an outlet for you. Right. But I never... Um, how do I put this? Who I was online and who I am online in the present is who I am and was offline. So if I'm mm-hmm. flirting with you online, I'm probably going to flirt with you in person. If I say something about a celebrity, um, like if I met Mark Wahlberg, I would totally roll my eyes and turn around. And he would be like, you know, what's your problem? I'd be like, I don't like you because, and I would do that in person. And I'm not the type of person that will, because I call them thumb thugs. The thumb thug to me is somebody who says something online and then in person to your face, they're all meek and shy or whatnot. The only time that ever happened to me, I will be 100% honest, is when I met Jonathan Scott. Jonathan Scott from Property Brothers is one of is my number three all-time crush. And when I met him, I froze. But I'll tell you why. I froze because I went to meet him alone. And number two, I was two months out of being transitioned. So I was there, and I was just so in my, my feelings. Does he see that I'm trans? Like, how does he feel about that? I was totally freaked out. That If I met him today, oh, my God, I'd totally be like, hey, husband, I love your butt. Like, I would totally talk to him like that. But before, I mean, two months out, what am I supposed to do, you know? So I honestly think think before I post. I really do. And I try not to put something that, A, I can't follow up on. And I actually, this is a new thing for me. On all my social media accounts, I've actually muted words like fag, like faggot, like the N-word, all these other things so that if someone posts, I don't see it. And I also made it so that if you are on my Facebook or if you're on my Instagram, if you're not my friend, if if you're not my follower and I don't follow you, you can't post something on my page. You can't comment. The only open door is Twitter. Twitter, I'm unfortunately not able to um, control who posts replying to my Twitter account, but I totally locked it down for Facebook and Instagram. Because oh, yeah. I don't, I don't need that negativity. Twitter, really Twitter is going to be the downfall of our civilization. Mm. And mm. I, I, I have a Twitter account. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I think I, haven't, I rarely ever post. I use it. I, I glance at it occasionally. I mean, right. personally, I just I follow like, um, like sports, uh, sports people, uh, like, like yep. reporters, 
and stuff like mm-hmm. to be like, oh, so and so might get traded, and like porn stars. <laughs> like, I mean, that, that's really, that's <laughs> really all. Like, so, I, I I can never I can never open Twitter like if I was at work because it'd be like, oh, is that right? Not safe for work. Um, but I oh, rarely ever. Yeah, I rarely ever use Twitter, and um, I'm a big fan of um, the local radio show Toucher and Rich. And mm-hmm. uh, one of the one of the hosts is like, "Yeah, I just got off Twitter. It's like I I can't do it because all it does, and like you see with Kevin Hart and last mm-hmm. night with the Heisman Trophy, all it, it it can't do any good. All it does is hurt someone." Because, like, you're friends. And I've blocked mm-hmm. people or I've mm-hmm. defriended people that just, they post, yeah. like, the memes, or, like, just they just talk politics all day, whether they're anti-Trump or pro-Trump. And I'm just like, dude, mm-hmm. I don't want to see this, man. Like, and I don't, I don't care about, like, like, all I use Facebook for is, like, yo, someone found a cool video. And it's like, oh, sweet. Or it's like, hey, here's our concert dates from, like, a band. That's what I use. Right. And, or it's like, like I'll, I'll see pictures of, like, I was on a, uh, I was at a camping trip. Or uh, I was up, up at a cabin with my friends last week. And we took a bunch of pictures and videos and we posted them. And it was like, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's all I use it for. Because if I start right. saying, well, I don't think... Uh, like I think Judge Kavanaugh was not guilty or blah blah blah. It's just like, oh boy, here we go. And then you get a, a thread of like forty posts, and it's just like such a shit show. Sorry, yeah. I don't know if I can swear, but um, no, you can. But, you can. Uh, oh, okay, but it's like, yeah, it, it, like I just use Facebook as a backup database for pictures. So I can be mm-hmm. so it's like a pictures with my brother at his wedding last uh, this past July. So I have mm-hmm. them saved, and right. like posting, yeah, posting music. But like Twitter is just like you, you're every single person in the world has a has a podium, and mm-hmm. all it takes is a couple idiots to start spewing bad stuff at people and then you just get in a twitter war and the same i mean i'm on a lot i'm on my my bands my um my favorite bands i'm on message boards Mm -hmm. and you're just a blank face behind a computer screen and you can say whatever you want and it just gets into just a, a bitching match back and forth about stuff and especially now i mean the, the world we live in where PC mm-hmm. culture is very, it was like the me too movement and, uh, yeah. um, uh, which, which and I mean, I can get into that. And time's up. Yeah. And I'm, yeah, I'm time's appreciative up of the and, me and too then, movement and I'm appreciative of time's up, but it's the outliers that I don't like. Yes, exactly. Me too and, 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 are really good. They really are good. Yeah good oh, organizations to stand behind. It's the outliers that aren't part of them. Yep. That kind like, of what was it? Like um I was think I, I was just seeing something uh what was it? Uh Neil, do you, are you familiar with Neil deGrasse Tyson? The the astrophysicist? <laughs> yeah, that's he not, was, did, he would know. did he Yeah, something about him. Yeah, so, I kind like, of remember. It was something where it was like a woman like 10 years ago like said mm-hmm. that like she had a tattoo of like the Milky Way and he asked to see it or something. It's mm-hmm. like really like like Neil deGrasse Tyson is one of the most genuine people like in the world. Like I, I, I have his book. I'm literally staring at his book on my counter right now. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like, like what do we, it's one thing if you're, Harvey Weinstein and you like raped people and then it's another mm-hmm. thing if you're like Louis C.K. where you ask to jerk off in front of them and they that's said weird. yes. That's weird. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah and that's, that's weird. We- and that's, that's weird. It's weird but, but it's consensual if they different. said yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And they yeah. did. And, and, and the women did. did say yes and they admitted it. And they admitted it. So mm-hmm. 
and you you can't like you have to have Mm -hmm. yeah you have it's not it's like a like like um crimes you have to have like juvenile misdemeanors versus capital Mm -hmm. felonies you can't group everything all into everything like if you're if you if you're Kevin Spacey or Harvey Weinstein and you drugged and raped a woman, that's one thing. If you said the word fag in a tweet 10 years ago, that's another thing. You can't group Mm -hmm. everyone together because then it's like, all right, no one's safe anymore and everyone's walking on eggshells. Right. Well, I will admit that um, when I was growing up, even when I was out as a gay person, because I came out, like, I, I don't know if I could say that I came out, but I was always into boys. I would always talk yeah. about being into boys. I was always skinny and feminine. I didn't care mm-hmm. if people said that I was gay. I didn't care. But the 80s kid in me, I absolutely would say, oh, my God, that's so gay. And oh, yeah, of course. I'm sorry. I still yeah, we all said, around yeah, my, we all my said friends that. It's like, oh, dude, that's, family. that's gay. And it, right. and it has nothing to do with, like, being no. gay. It's like, that was just no, like, oh, that's gay. Yeah. Right. And that's or you're being, that you're being a fag. Like, it's, right. It's more being like, oh, you're that, just being though. an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I right. can't understand. I don't, that, but it's like, I, I, don't I really fag, don't say that anymore I either. Gay. I yeah. do say gay with my sisters, you know, and we giggle about it because we're, we're referencing the 80s version, which is very yeah. similar to the 60s version. Um, but I don't say the fag word. I hate that word. The only time I say it, I will say, is when I say um, a fag hag, like a fruit fly. Um, oh, yeah, a, um, yeah. Straight girl who's friends with... Yeah, it has a ton of gay friends, um, yeah. I will, I will say this, and it's not to be um, argumentative or to play devil's advocate, but there are people in this world that appear sweet, innocent, and nice, and well-mannered, but that they meet that one person and they say, I wonder if I can get away with it with this one person. And if they do, they keep doing it. If they don't, they learn their lesson and they never do it again. So yeah. that's, that's, I don't want people you're, to you're think it. that, that um, just because someone's nice or appears sweet or, or smart or whatever, that they can't ever have a moment and meet that one person. Like, the thing that I was really upset about was when it came out that um, this girl, her name was Quantasia, she was a very overweight black woman. She came out and said, oh, Usher gave me herpes. And there was a, a video clip of Usher sitting with her and grinding with her on stage. And she detailed how she met him, how they had unprotected sex and whatnot. The thing that pissed me off was everyone was like, oh, look at her. She's fat. Why would Usher be with her? And I was so enraged because if, what if, and it came out to be that she was lying. She, she admitted she was lying. But what if Usher, in his twisted mind, said, I'm going to assault this woman and no one's going to believe her because of how she looks? What if he said that? And again, mm. he didn't it, it end up being false, but what if that was the one person he he got away with it with and he was just like, okay, I'm not going to do this ever again. So I just want yeah, people I, to understand that it can take that one person where you see something, and this is a predator's head because if you if you think about being inside an evil person, this is how they think. And I know because I, I had a friend who was really evil and he kind of told me. Um, you see one person and you know that you can get away with X with them. So you do that X and you never do it again. It's out of your system forever. So I, I just want people to understand that, that it could happen one time and one time alone. Or it can happen multiple times, like Harvey Weinstein, who thought he can get away with it. And that really pissed me off, Chris, because other people came out after these women came out in October 2017. Other people, other celebrities, well-known celebrities said, oh, I heard the rumors, but I just wasn't sure. What? Yeah, they they, they didn't have the the balls to do it. Yeah. 
oh, that, and it was people that I admired. I really wavered at admiring these people after I heard that. Because what if I was one of those people? What if I was one of the me too? And I found out that my idol who's ex found out and heard the rumors and did nothing. And I was sitting at award shows admiring this person and they know they heard a rumor about me and did absolutely nothing. I would be rip shit. I would be so ripped. And when I found out some of the people that knew, well, you know what? I'm going to say it because it's already out there. Tom Hanks said that he heard rumors. Meryl Streep said that she heard rumors. That made me live it. Matt Damon said that Ben Affleck told him Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, yeah, they knew. Had an experience. They, they knew because they, they, they people were. People knew, worked yeah. with Harvey, and didn't say anything. Oh, I'm, I, so, I too, I'm still mad. Dude, about I, it. I, knew, I, knew, oh. I knew about Louis, I knew about Louis C.K. probably mm-hmm. uh, three or four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I heard rumors about it, but it was just like whatever. Like, like it, nothing, nothing happened. Okay. So that's when it different. came that's out, not your industry though. That's not. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I just, industry, I just remember hearing like, different. like being like, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, 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 right. I knew that women had come forward about it, and like no one did anything about it. And this was like, yeah, three, mm-hmm. four years ago. So when it actually mm-hmm. came out, I was like, oh yeah, no, I knew about that like two years ago. And like with mm-hmm. Kevin Spacey, uh, Family Guy did a joke about it about like two or three years ago. Um, yeah. Kind of making like making light at it. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't remember what it was, but it was something like, "Oh yeah, I, I've been in the la- I've been in Kevin Spacey's basement for the last like like month or something." And it was just like, "What? What?" One of those like cutaway clips that they always do. And then mm-hmm. it was like, "Oh, geez, like so they knew." Um, mm-hmm. So that's a little different, but like with uh, yeah, with Damon and Affleck, I mean they obviously. He, I mean Harvey Weinstein uh, started their career with with right. Clerks, Small Rats, Good Will Hunting, um, right? Uh, through, through his uh, through his uh, the production company. So they're like, oh right. geez, like like am I? Do I go ahead and say anything? Like, mm. and then they kind of waited, and then once the women came forward. It was like, oh yeah, but I mean, I, I, I don't. Mm-hmm. They, they're in a tough position there. As a right. guy, that's a. Mm-hmm. It, it's a tough position, especially if you're in the limelight. If you're a, a celebrity, it's like, mm-hmm. do I say something? Like, do I want to come up and out everyone? Did and it, if someone got hurt, like if someone really got hurt, then I think you do. If it was just well, awkward situations, as in the Louis C.K. stuff, then it's like, mm, all right, well, they they consented to it, but it was awkward. And then if they it, said yeah. no, he di- he didn't do it. And like Sarah well, Silverman came out. Yep. Go ahead. Oh, I, I was saying, um, Sarah Silverman came out, and she's like really good friends with Louis, and said mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, there was some times where it was like, hey, can I jerk off in front of you, and. Sometimes she was like, "Yeah, sure, whip it out," and then there was other times what? where she was like, "Ah, no, gross," and right, like, he didn't do it, and it was just like, "All right, whatever." So like, weird. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like I mean, it's in the, in the comedy. Yeah, no, but they like, like she was like she came out and admitted she was like, "Oh yeah," sometimes she's like, "Yeah, whip it out, do it," and then other times she was mm. like, "Yeah, I'm not feeling it today." Like, and he's just like, "All right, whatever." What? I mean. It, that's just a really weird. I mean, I've never asked a girl, like, "Hey, can I jerk <laughs> off in front of you?" I've never done that. That that's just it, it's like it, especially that's with just a weird. Like that's so yeah, weird. yeah. Uh. It's just a weird thing to do. It's like, all right, well, like it's one thing to be like, "Hey, like, can I get a blowjob?" It's another thing right. to be like, "Can I just jerk off in front of you?" Like, no, no who does that? And and that's I mean that's that's I mean some people are wired that way and. That's just a weird thing that he did, but I don't think he should be grouped into people that actually like Bill Cosby that drug women right. and take advantage of them. That's a whole different ball game. I mean, that's right. that's yeah, you deserve to go to jail. That's just mm-hmm. weird. And to play play that stuff for for thirty years or whatever, how long he did mm-hmm. it for? 
Um, well, the thing about cool. with Bill Cosby is he got away with it because network executives were helping him. They were protecting him. Yeah. So these women were victims. But let me just tell you, and I'm not blaming the victims at all. I would never victim blame or victim shame. Yeah. Yeah. But if you heard rumors about Bill Cosby taking advantage of other women, why the hell would you be alone with him? And again, I'm not saying it's their fault. Yeah, no, that's a good point. But I certainly would not be in a room with him alone. I would yeah. not. Like if, if, if one of your female like co-stars was right. like, yo, like if Bill asks you to Watch go to him. his dressing mm-hmm. room, like don't go. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, mm-hmm. oh no, it's fine. Yeah, eh, that's that that's a tough one. That's that's beyond my uh, that's above my pay grade, as they say. Like I I couldn't. Right. I don't know that feeling. I'm not a woman. Me either. I, I can't. I'm not a, a in show business. I I couldn't mm-hmm. I couldn't answer that. But I I understand well, what you're saying about that. Between me and you, so we met on Bumble, and you know we're talking back and forth. There were other guys that I talked to, and they would be like, oh, you're so pretty. I'm like, thanks. Hey, want to come over? I'm like, what? No. Yeah. Well, I think you're pretty. Well, so? Just because you think I'm pretty, you think I'm going to come over to your house? Like, how desperate right. do you think I am? Right. So it's like, I think that, and, and actually, to keep going with that thought, there was actually one guy who said, you know, there aren't a lot of straight guys like me into trans people. I would think that you'd be appreciative and want to, you know, hang out. And I'm like, you know what? Just because you said that, I definitely don't want to hang out with you. Just because I'm trans, <laughs> just because I'm trans doesn't mean that, oh, every opportunity, every guy that says hi or, or looks my way, I'm suddenly obliged to have sex or go right. out with them. That does not yeah. have – no, I still have my own choices in life. So don't tell me yeah. just because – of this that I have to do this, you know? Well, I think... I'm just saying, as um, me, I would not have gone into a room with Bill Cosby, and I certainly... You know what, though? Maybe I would have been like, oh, my God, Bill Cosby's going to let me go in his dressing room? Okay, cool. I would have gone... Yeah, that, room that, see, that's what I was just going to say, is like... I like, would not even have drank you hear that, you're like, that like, he like, served me. To... No. Right. No, I'm not drinking anything. No, I'm good. Right. You want a you water? Just go there. Nope. Like I'll have a I'm glass good. of water that I'll pour myself, and, and nope. that's yeah, it. Right? I'll, I'll grab a uh, I'll grab a beer that that hasn't been opened right. or right. Like, yeah, like I'm not gonna be like, hey, I just made this drink for you. You want it? I'd be like, what? nope, nope, sorry, no, no. But, uh, um, but going back on your back, going back on your point. Oh, mm-hmm. I was gonna say going back on your point on uh, yeah the online dating thing mm-hmm. it because so it's so easily accessible now i mm-hmm. feel that guys have like when they get a match on tinder or okcupid or bumble that mm-hmm. they have an obligate like it, well, mostly bumble because mm-hmm. with bumble the the girl or whoever mm-hmm has to respond back to you like they have to make the right. first move so right. i feel like a lot of guys have like it's like an obligation to be like oh you have to go out on a date with me i don't i don't nope. see it that way i've been on, on i've done right. online dating for seven years since okay cupid back in i don't know 2011 i've been on mm-hmm tons and dozens and dozens and dozens of dates and it's the thing that scares the uh the other party off is like the weird guys because i i've done i've been on dates and i've i've consummated the date as we say (laughs) a couple times and i will like i'll the girl will say Hey, you want to see some of these hilarious messages that I've got? And I'm like, yep. <laughs> and I'll mm-hmm. just see it, and I'm like, and it just be all these like, like they'll have like 20 messages in their inbox, and it'll right. just be like the cheesiest things, and it's like, hey, you want to want to bang? And I'm just like, oh my yeah. god, 
Like what? Like, cause I, I never like guys will rarely get that where it'll be like a girl messaging them. I mean, every once in a while, but really like 1% of the time, but it's like, like mm. you'll see like a girl's like her inbox and it'll be like, you have 30 new messages and it's like, yo, what's up? And it's just like, yeah. really? That's, that's what, that's what you're going to say. <laughs> Yeah. So whatever whatever get, I do that, I'm just like, yo, can I see your uh like I, I don't ask, but you'd be like, Oh, I get so many crazy messages. I'm like, Oh, can I see them? And if they want to, they're like, Oh yeah, yeah, here you go. And I'm like, Oh my god, these are so bad. I have a folder oh. on um my Google Drive of some of the craziest messages that I have. Oh, I'm sure I'm, I save I'm it off, too. I'm off of all those dating websites now. Um Yeah. I just, I, I kind of, when I first started dating, and I talked about this on um, this podcast before, when I first came out as trans, it was, oh my God, you're disgusting, you're inhumane, you're a tranny, you're, you're gross, you're a guy dressed up as a girl. And then it became, hmm, you're pretty, why don't you call me after your bottom surgery? And now it's like, I've never been with a trans woman, I've always wanted to hook up with them. Show me your news. Yeah. Show me, show me um, what you're packing. Um, <laughs> it, it's oh yeah, it's it's graphic. And oh, I'm, I'm sure. Just like yeah, because there's wow. probably guys I, at like I 11. I appreciate you not doing that with me, by the way. I, I really, really. Oh yeah, no, that. it's probably like like 11:30 <laughs> at night, and they're like, oh yeah, like they're drunk, and they're probably oh, at home no, in their bed, no, probably like nope. jerking off or something. Nope, it's been. 8 a.m. in the morning, it's been, hey, can you come over before work? It's been oh, lunchtime, hey, are you near my my house so we can have a quickie? Like, it's all oh, that's, during the day. Yeah, yeah. that's, I mean, if, I, I mean, I'm guilty of doing the, uh, like, texting late night, be like, hey, are you still mm. up? Like, that stuff, or like like an ex-girlfriend, or, and I've had that happen to me, too. Mm. Like, like my, my ex-girlfriend was like, like I think it was like two weeks ago, she was like, "Oh, uh, hey, uh, I'm I'm really drunk and I don't want to go home. Can I stay oh. at your place?" But but I was like out at like a I don't know a bar somewhere, and then like mm-hmm. I didn't respond right away, and then she's like, "Oh, never mm-hmm. mind." And then I'm like, "Hey, right. like you, like an hour later, I'm like, oh yeah, you can come over if you want," and then she just just ghosted me, and I'm just like, "Yo, I can't. You don't talk to me for a month." And then you right. just like come out of nowhere and it's like, Hey, can I come over? And then you give me 10 minutes to respond and then say no. And I'm like, all right, whatever. All right. That's fine. Yeah. People are quick to like jump ship if you don't respond right away. That's, oh that's yeah. Annoying. Yeah. They're like, but Oh, are you ignoring me? Take... And I'm like, dude, you gave me 10, you gave me 10 minutes to respond. Right. On, uh, like eight, it was like eight o'clock and it wasn't, it wasn't even late. And I'm like, you're already like hammered. Like, I'm like, if you want to come over and like, and, and hook up, like I'm down, but, um, right. yeah, yeah, no, it's, uh, it, 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 it's a very quick, I mean, our culture is, I need it right now. Like, it's like, all right, if this guy, mm. like yeah. if you're, if you're a guy or if you're a girl and you, and you, you text like four people, um, like late at night and it's like, all right, mm-hmm. Like if one of them responds, I'm like, Hey, what are you up to? 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 Yeah. And then one of yeah. them responds. It's like, Oh, I'm at the bar up the street. It's like, Oh, you want to meet up? Yes. Yeah. Like, I mean, you, you're, you're <laughs> throwing your, you're throwing your, your fishing rod out into the pond and you're trying to see which one will bite. I mean, all, right. all guys and girls are, are do that. And, and, and I know a lot of people say guys do that, but no girls do that too. Cause I I know girls that that I've talked to that are very uh, very aggressive. I would say mm. about that that are single. I mean, I, like I said, I I turn 33 next next week, and mm. it's like sometimes when you live in a city where there's tons of people, people mm-hmm. are always around, and it's a very young cult, like 28 to 34 year old culture. Where it's like, all right, mm. hey, if you're not single, you're going out to a bar, and yeah. hey, you wanna you wanna hook up, and it's very, well, it can be very easy. It also can be very frustrating. I mean, people go through periods of time, but um, 
Yeah, no, I mean, it's, yeah. it's the the online dating has definitely definitely changed things a lot, as opposed to just going up to a girl that you meet at the library and asking her out on a date. <laughs> like that'll never you happen. You don't, you don't see a lot. Of, you don't see a lot of that. I mean, like I mm. there was a. I did it for the first time recently at my uh, my job with a girl that works the cashier at our cafeteria. Like we've mm-hmm. been, we we talked and I asked her, like we've been talking a lot. And I asked her, I was like, oh hey, maybe, do you know any places around here? And I'm like, oh maybe we should go out after work. Uh, do I, and then she's like, oh yeah, like uh, take down my number. And I was like, holy crap, that was the first time I like literally got like a girl's number like not at a bar like just straight up mm. like talking like right and and it was like wow that was kind of cool like and i think girls appreciate that because nowadays it's all either drunken hookup or mm. something through uh okay cupid or tinder or bumble and chivalry shouldn't be dead. I mean, if you want to ask a girl mm. out, ask a girl out. Or if you're a girl, ask a guy out. I mean, or whatever. Never. Anyway. I think instead it's just, of hiding, it would, behind, hiding behind a cell phone. I could never do that because I need the two-part discussion. I don't know if I'm um, obvious to being trans or not. So I never want to ever hide the fact that I'm trans. I'm not, I'm not going to wear a purple triangle on my forehead to announce it. But if I'm talking (laughs) to somebody and I want to go on a date with him, I don't know if he knows. I don't know if it's a a given that he knows. So there was this time um, a couple of years ago, I was in the grocery store and there was a super hot guy that walked in my aisle and he had one, um, he had a brace on his arm and he was trying to like pick out a, a card and also a present. And I'm like, do you need help? And I asked him for help and he ended up like saying yes. And then we talked very briefly. And it was like one of these things where it was the cutest thing in the grocery store. And then I helped him to the register and that was it. I didn't ask him on a date or anything because I didn't know if he knew number one and number two, I just don't know how to do all that. So it's, right. I wish I could be brave enough to do it, but I, I could never ask a guy out. Like I could never yeah, approach a guy. I mean, my situation is totally different. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, yeah. That's what I was going to say. It's a little different on that mm. side, but um, being a, I'll, I'll use the term cisgender male, which I think yeah. is a, yeah, but I'll yes, just say that. For those who don't know what being, cisgender being a, means, right, it just uh, means being non-transgender. Being a straight, so. right, being mm-hmm. a straight white guy. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it, it, I think it's harder. I mean, because I, I mean, growing up, it, it's a lot different um, than when I was when I was a kid. I mean, like when you're in like, mm. middle, like middle school and high school. Like I never had a girlfriend in high school. Like I was like I was a like a late bloomer. Once I got out of college, it was it was all online dating and mm-hmm. a couple like meeting through friends. Like my first girlfriend mm-hmm. was like I, I I knew her kind of and it was I got introduced to her basically through a friend and we dated for like two years. But like nowadays it's so much easier. But it also it makes it harder for in-person communication um, to ask someone out or just used to using your phone to swipe right or swipe left. Mm. Um, and, and, and that, and that, that can really hurt society going on down the line. Like as we, right. as the years go by, if, if everything is dependent on it um, as opposed to, but I also think that if you have the balls to do it and just like, be like, hey, like, you want to go out? The the uh, the other party would be like, yeah, because it's like, oh my god, like this guy just asked me out like face to face as opposed to like uh, through a text or through a 
a message or something. And I, mm-hmm. I think that we need to get back to doing that. And I think that as it gets like diluted with all the Tinder and all that shit, I, I think that we'll, we'll start going back in the, the right direction. Not that I'm, I'm, I don't really care either way. I mean, if, if, if I text someone, they're like, Hey, you want to go out? All right, cool. I mean, that's fine, but you don't want to be dependent on it. Like the way it should go. But I mean, who knows nowadays what's going on? It's, mm. it's, it's, it's a whole different world, but I mean, it, it's good to have access to, I mean, like with YouTube and like music, I can listen to anything I want at any time, but it also, it hurts stuff. And I, and going back to the PC stuff, mm. I mean, I, and I didn't even see this, uh, the Heisman trophy thing until uh, like, because it just happened last night. Like I was, mm-hmm. I was ready to talk about Kevin Hart, and it's just like, really, like you're gonna fuck this. This guy is at the peak of his life, and some asshole yeah. has to bring up a time, a time gay back in 2012. Like, give me a friggin' break. Like, come on. And I'm sure what like, they do the, is they they do a, a search. They don't actually go through oh, this yeah. thing, but you can do a search right. of someone's name. And the word fag, someone's name in the word yeah, gay, yeah, someone's you, name you in the word the yeah, n word. Filter it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they did. Yeah. No. And it's just like, dude, what? This like, and it's like, dude, this guy is at the peak of his life, and mm. and now you have to. I mean, I'm sure nothing's really going to come of it because it's just like, yes, yeah, sorry, right. whatever. But the fact Especially that he has to go on apology. Twitter at 3:11 mm-hmm. in the morning yeah. and apologize yeah. after he just won the biggest award in football and the peak moment of his life. And he has to do that, like f you, like, and that's right. and part of and 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 to finish off of it, and a lot of it. Sorry, I think I drink of water. Um, go ahead. And and to go on, and to get into politics with that, I think a lot of that, the stuff that's going on right now, is mm. what got Donald Trump elected. To be honest, so a lot of I have people, a problem. With a lot this. of people. Okay. So I have a problem with people saying the song Baby It's Cold Outside is misogynistic, even though it's a song that was set back in the day where girls could not go outside unchaperoned with a boy or if she had a boyfriend. And people are saying that, you know, this this um, school, Princeton, this acapella group in Princeton, University oh, I saw that. Would sing, yeah. kiss the girl, bring a girl up on stage. Yeah, yeah, the little, little mermaid thing. Yeah, yeah. Someone And then PETA puts out this, oh, don't say kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> say feed two that birds with so one stone. Stupid. So everyone's all sensitive about all these things, but no one's in, offended by anything Trump says? Are you kidding me? Okay, all right, yep. No, I get you. I get I'm you. confused. No. I'm confused. Yep. How are you sensitive about a song that was played, that's been played all these years? Oh, and don't forget, Rudolph is about bullying. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, a cartoon yep. about accepting people that are they different. They did a skit on that on, on, uh, on, S- on SNL last night where Rudolph uh, ends up, uh, bull- it, you should watch it. With uh, It was Pete Davidson as Rudolph. Uh, it was actually pretty oh. funny where Rudolph like gets his revenge and stuff. Like he's like, "Oh right. yeah, you, you were bullying me." Like, "Oh yeah, now I'm I'm leading the thing." Like, "What's up, bitch?" Like, it was actually. It was but actually my pretty point funny. is, how are you sensitive about that, but not sensitive about forty five putting out a calling Rosie O'Donnell fat, saying that he wants to grab women by the pussy on a video, saying that you know these people are from shithole countries. You're not offended by that, yeah. but you definitely are. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Baby, it's cold outside. Is a rape song. Are you kidding me? Are you? I I don't. I don't get <sighs> it. Yeah, no. I that's don't that's, get, a, that's a, I don't get the. That's a the topic for another day. Yeah. Yeah, I think. So. I think it was more of the people, the people that rallied around Trump mm-hmm. when he was running. It was more mm-hmm. of like he was like a stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like, oh yeah, he's my type of guy, and all that. Right. And then, 
Like he says what's on his mind. And oh, then, he does. Oh, yeah. No, of course. And then people, and then when everyone started like censoring stuff and cracking down, they were like, no, well, we want doing, like, we don't want to see people being like, oh, kill two birds with one stone. Like, oh, F that. We want to have free language and and Trump did that. So even though they might not like him, I mean, like uh, agree with him, they were like, oh, no, we want someone that says what's on his mind where no language is censored. I think that's what it was. I mean, in addition to the the job stuff and all that, but I, I mean, it, it was it was like a, like on South Park. It was a turd sandwich versus a giant douche, <laughs> like mm. like Hillary versus Hillary versus Trump. And it was like, all right, well, what do you want to pick? And it, and, it, and it's tough. I mean, and unless the Democrats come up with a good candidate, I mean, I think he's going to win again in 2020. To be honest, well, we the only people I can see winning. Choice, so. America yeah, I mean, it hasn't affected me. I mean, I, I'm... Like, on a personal level, I'm, I agree. Mm-hmm. On a personal level, it hasn't affected me. Mm-hmm. True. So, but, right, exactly. So it, it's I'm, affected I'm like, my whatever. brothers and sisters, and that's what I hate. I hate the fact that this guy who has never served a day in the Army and who dodged it five yeah. times because of foot spurs yeah, tells 15,000 brave trans men and women, you can't serve in the army because you're transgender. There is no cost associated with being transgender. Yeah, some of them have surgery. Some, the trans men, meaning the females becoming men, they don't want to have the surgery because, first of all, it's $80,000 plus the $5,000 to remove their breast, the $80,000 to form the penis, and you sometimes have urinary problems so some trans men don't do the surgery if a trans woman does the surgery it's twenty thousand dollars and again some some trans women don't want to do the surgery either because they like having both they like having boobs and a penis some some of my trans sisters do i personally want the surgery i'm going to have it but that's my choice so don't tell me that it's a, a a money issue the people, if you ask somebody in the Army, if you are next to a trans person in the trenches, will you, will you not be with a, um, will you not have a trans soldier with you? Are, are you against it? They will say no. They don't care who's next to yeah, them. Yeah, I wouldn't. Someone's gonna help as, long, as, long as, you can, so. as long as you can do, as long as you can do the stuff that mm-hmm. you can do. I mean, my dad, my dad right. served three years in Vietnam. My grandfather mm-hmm. served three years in World War II. Like, if I asked my dad, he'd be like, "I don't care if you got a dick or you got a pussy. If you could, as long mm-hmm. as you can do the job, like, I don't give a shit." Right. So I don't care about that. Um, so him saying but, this, he, yeah. I consulted with my generals. He's lying. He didn't consult with anybody because even the generals yeah. come out and say, uh, "We don't care." He's lying. <laughs> you know. So I just right. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so, it, it is what it is. But I mean, mm. it's it, it's it's a whole thing. But I, I think the if I mean, I think we have to wrap it up. It's one o'clock. So yeah. Um, but I I would say if there was two people, the only way that the Democrats could win is if they run Beto O'Rourke or Cory Brooker. Booker. I think Cory Booker. Is First Booker of all, I, I hope Cory doesn't win, run because I intend on marrying him and I don't want to marry him that soon. So <laughs> how about Beto runs first with um, Beto, yeah. Andrew Gillum. I'm so bad. From, I, I can I never, never know. I Beto don't even know Beto. if it's Beto or Bedham. I don't know. But yeah. Corey, um, Corey's going to run later when he and I get married and I can be the first trans person. <laughs> Hi. Um, <laughs> It'll be O'Rourke and Gillum from Florida as president and vice president. And then yep. maybe um, it'll be um, 
Gillum and I'll let my Corey be vice president. And then once Gillum <laughs> serves his term, then me and Corey will take over and I can make the White House fabulous. <laughs> Those so. are, those are really the only because if they if Liz yeah. Warren runs she's not she's not no. getting it like no she there's won't. no way and I love her but no yeah you could listen I, you could listen to my yeah. dad talk about Liz Warren all day and <laughs> like oh my god like he's like he's inviting like me over to meet your dad already we haven't even had a no no he's, he's like begging quick. her he no, no he's begging her to run so uh, so uh, she doesn't win yeah he's my dad's a Republican um oh. so. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, it's it, those are the only two candidates. They're, you have to go young, you have to go young and progressive, like a, a, was it, a, a Cortez or whatever her name is. She she the, with the progressive socialism, that's that's not going to work. I mean, she's just she's just starting as a as a rep, but uh, mm. I don't think she's she, if she runs, it would be like so. in twenty twenty four. I don't think she would either. Yeah. Uh, that socialism isn't just look at venezuela not not looking too right. good um so yeah it would have to be uh o'rourke or booker if they ran on a if they ran together i think they would have a decent chance but i i, I don't see uh, i'm not ready i don't see i'm not ready i don't see any yeah i don't see anyone beating trump again to be honest mm. yeah i mean well, I, I don't i mean unless biden runs maybe I I, I can't. I'm I like Joe, but I can't. Yeah, I don't know why. I just to, I mean, can't. He's, he, he's like he's probably like, dude, I'm done. He is so done. Gonna have to, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, dude, I'm too old, man. I, I'm all set. But it it have to be O'Rourke or Booker. But I I, I, don't, I don't. I think O'Rourke should because he's got the momentum right now and he's got our attention. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he almost won friggin' Texas. I mean. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be but a also a lot of people. Won. A lot of people hate Ted Cruz too. So yeah, like, so it's I don't like understand how he. And Texas is becoming a lot more, uh, a more more uh, blue. I mean, you got Austin, mm. San Antonio. I mean, I was down in Austin yeah. uh, back in uh, in April, and it's 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 mm. basically like here. I mean, I mean, Austin's the fastest growing city in the country. Um, because I so, had said that I wouldn't visit Texas or North Carolina. Jamaica until they change their views on trans people, and it's good oh, to know Carolina that I can now awesome. visit Texas. Dude, go to oh, dude, go to dude, go to Austin and in Asheville, North Carolina is the bomb. Mm. It's like Burling, it's like a hippie, like it's like Burlington, Vermont. Asheville, North Carolina is awesome. And just so it's that people mountains. know, he he's saying dude not because he sees me as a dude, but it's oh, a no. Massachusetts thing. <laughs> To call oh yeah, yeah. It's like a math thing. Oh yeah, we yeah. We still say wicked, and we still say dude, and we still say, "Oh my god, that's so awesome." Oh so yeah, just, yeah. Of just course. so people know, he's not calling me dude because he's <laughs> a transphobic person. He's oh saying yeah, it because no, that's part of his lexicon. I just I'd be like, dude, what's up, man? Yeah, yeah, I said that to, I said that to like yeah, like, women. It's an oh yeah, it's a universal type Yeah, yeah. Like, dude, what's up, man? That's he is a Massachusetts thing. Totally. So, oh, do you have right. any last words before we sign off? Any shout outs you want to give? No, I think. Um, to follow? No, I think. Uh, I think it went well. It was, it was yeah. covered a lot of topics. I mean, it's good to kind of get back on a platform. Um, and mm-hmm. it was. Uh, it was very uh, eye opening. It's always good to get different people's views on stuff, and I'm always. I, I just want information. Like I, I enjoy taking everything in. Like even, mm-hmm. like I just want to like learn more. I mean, even if you don't agree, right. not that I didn't agree with anything you said, but even if you don't agree with stuff, it's like all right, it's good to see other people, and that that's what I think. Um, I hope 2019 will be where mm. you're accepting of stuff, because I think the 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 far left is if you don't agree with us, you're wrong. And it's like, right. whoa, man, like, or, or like I said, whoa, dude. Um, it's, <laughs> uh, it, it's like, just be open with it and right. listen. And I think listening is the most important thing that we should be doing and then kind of going from it or just being like, you know what, F it and just 
Mm-hmm. Don't bother with it because people get are way into politics right now, and mm-hmm. it's it it's it, it, it just people lose friendships, people lose relationships because oh, of that. Yeah. And yeah, it, it's just you know what? How about we all just now that marijuana is legal, how about we all just smoke a joint and just chill out? <laughs> but like honestly, it's. Everyone just chill and just listen to other people and not just bicker back and forth. That would be my final statement. Oh, that's um, magnanimous of you. <laughs> I just want to um, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. If you guys oh, want to follow me, my Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram and Snapchat are all real Emmy Morgan. Um, you can now get a hold of my book, The Ice Princess. It is out on all platforms. Um, the Nook, it's on Kindle, it's on um, Google Play and iTunes, iBooks. Um, I'm always there to, on social media, I love social media, so I'm always there to help if you want advice on how to write, if you want you know, to follow me on my social media. I try to post funny stuff. I do get a little political, but if you notice, I do not mention Trump by name. I call him 45. So if you ever see me post something about 45, it's him. But, um, yeah, uh, the the show has its own Twitter and Facebook, The Spilled Tea. And, yeah, you can reach out any way you want to. I appreciate you guys listening. Again, Chris, thanks for coming on. And um, Oh, thank you for having yeah, have me. Have a great Sunday. Not a problem. You Bye, well. guys. Bye. Still thirsty for more tea? Then check out our upcoming and archived shows right here on our Blog Talk radio page. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at The Spilled Tea and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Spilled Tea. Thanks for listening to tonight's episode of The Spilled Tea.